0: Good morning and welcome to South Florida Sunday. I'm Tracy St. George, along with Dr. Lauren Schwartz, who is a neurosurgeon on staff at St. Mary's Medical Center. Today we'll be talking about brain injuries, why helmets are so important, and the opening of the new Brain Injury Center at St. Mary's Medical Center. Good morning and thanks for coming in today. Thank you, it's great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. So let us start out with what is the most common type of brain injury that people suffer from or can suffer?
1: From. So overall, the most common injury is concussions and we've heard a lot in the news about concussion yeah Um, and so when it gets to the point of needing to come to the hospital then we we see more severe uh, called it's called closed head injury where people are maybe unconscious or something like that but that's the most common Um, other than that we see a lot of bleeding in the brain and that can be uh, from we see it from people falling even falling from a standing position can cause bleeding in the brain as well as car accidents bicycle and scooter accidents uh, and uh, things of that nature. Any sports? Sports injuries, yes, absolutely. Um, uh, any of those things can bring someone to seek medical attention for, a ble- for bleeding in the brain.
0: And does it depend um, on the fall or where you get hit that you could have a brain injury? Because like, like you said, if you fall from standing, if you slam your head on the ground, or if you hit your head on a wall, or is it where or how hard?
1: Well, it's a combination of a lot of things and it's a really important question. Uh, We see a lot of this in the elderly, especially if someone's on a blood thinner, even aspirin or Coumadin or Eliquis, any of the things that you see on TV, if someone's taking them for, say, uh, an irregular heart rhythm or something of that nature, even a mild fall or hitting your head getting in or out of a car can cause bleeding that requires surgery. So we see it in in that case. uh, uh, oftentimes we see uh, head injuries of this type with alcohol or drugs when people are in control of their faculties. Right. In addition, alcohol actually makes your blood thin. So if someone has an injury and they've been drinking, their liver may not be functioning well and the bleeding is much
0: worse. Wow. So these interesting. are yeah, all things that, that we see that kind of compli- co- complicate some of our treatments. Interesting. I didn't know that. Um, how far have we come when it comes to saving people from brain injury and being able to function at a high level again?
1: We've made amazing steps um, oftentimes uh, people would come to the emergency room and you would just say there's nothing we can do to the family but a couple of factors really have helped um, us uh, bring not only survival but function um, whereas people come in in comas with devastating injuries but then they ultimately get back to work so it's, it's very satisfying and what attributes to this change was first the public awareness. Um, and knowing uh, what to do if you see someone in an injury, how to avoid things. So that's the first thing is, is the public education. The second is our amazing EMS service, ambulances, paramedics, Um, At uh, St. Mary's we have Trauma Hawk, which is a helicopter, so one of the critical parts of trauma is how quickly you can get from the field where the accident happened to the hospital where we can start our life-saving procedures. So EMS has uh, really changed the scenario and how they communicate with doctors. And then just having the trauma teams, Um, St. Mary's is a level one trauma center. We're the only one in the region. And uh, we have a team of doctors and
0: nurses and facilities that help people uh, get back to their lives. How do you know when to bring somebody in to see you? Because sometimes there's a fall, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you're not fine, but you think you are. How should you err on the side of caution, and just be like we're gonna take you in just in case? Or is there, is there a te- telltale sign like with pupils or something? Mm-hmm that you should so, know
1: yeah absolutely and we hear every year uh, in the news of people dying from something like yeah. an epidural hematoma um, because it, there's a period uh, where you're normal and then you crash and um, you know it's a very sad situation because these are things that we can cure with the our surgery mm-hmm. so first if anybody takes a hit to their head that's significant we used to say they got their bell rung right like in sports or something like that Go to the emergency room. If you think about going to the emergency room or saying to someone, "Let's go to the emergency room," just do it. Mm-hmm. You can get, you know, a five-minute CAT scan that can actually mean life or death. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, your life. any questions? Uh, definitely, um, would just come on into the emergency room and get checked out.
0: Okay. Uh, Saint Mary's Medical Center just opened a brand new brain injury center. So, what separates that from the other centers that we have here in the area?
1: So that's an excellent question. Um, We're very proud of our brain injury program. Um, So a couple things. One is that we do have this amazing EMS relationship uh, where we have the the helicopter that can bring patients in from quite a distance to see us quickly. Um, I'm part of a team with another neurosurgeon, um, Dr. Brett Osborne, and he and I are extremely uh, uh, well-trained in. Uh, managing injuries to the brain and spinal cord. Um, I came from Harlem in the South Bronx uh, to West Palm Beach, as did he. Uh, So we are very familiar with all different kinds of trauma. And we work with a trauma team, uh, with nurses, doctors. Our ICUs are specialized uh, for trauma patients. So the nurses there make all the difference. Um, In addition, we have a very big stroke program. So what that means, in terms of trauma, is that anyone who has another injury of the brain with blood vessels being damaged or things like that, we have all the uh, facilities to repair that as well. So no one really needs to be sent out of the area. Mm -hmm. Um, And lastly, we have a brain injury rehab program for both children and adults. So we can do our work and patch up a person and get, get things functioning, but the most important thing after that is getting good rehab. And we have that program right on our campus well, with, with some nice. amazing doctors, and we just had exceptional results.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, other than brain trauma, what other specialties do you deal with when it comes to the brain for people who have a brain abnormality?
1: So we are very fortunate in this area to have not only St. Mary's, but Palm Beach Children's Hospital. And so, in terms of any brain or spine issue, we can. Uh, treat pretty much anything at our hospital for children or adults. Um, I specialize in brain tumors in uh, adults and children. That's primary brain tumors, or if someone has metastasis that comes from somewhere else. What is that? Uh, Well, sometimes cancer, say of the lungs or breast uh, or ovaries can spread to the brain. Okay, I think I've heard of that. Yeah, and so we offer surgical options to help extend life and to help people get back to normal with that. Um, We do uh, general neurosurgery, anything in the spine Chiari malformations, aneurysms, uh, pretty much anything you can think of. One of the other programs that we're very proud of is our craniofacial program, and that links to trauma. Uh, so any child that's born with the abnormality, their their skull or face, we can repair it. Cleft lips, cleft palates, craniosynostosis, all of these things. That's where the, the soft spot is fused when a baby comes out mm-hmm. and does not allow the brain to grow. So I work with a Uh, incredible plastic surgeon, Dr. Arthur Derossier, who comes up from Miami, and we do these cases. Um, We also treat trauma patients. Um, We're right near Wellington, where we see a lot of horse injuries to the face and head, and uh, so we are able to reconstruct. We have recently, uh, in two occasions, reconstructed someone's entire face and skull base who was kicked by a horse? Wow! So we have, uh, and this is a program that you don't really find in many places.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, it's very, very interesting, very gratifying
0: work. Yeah, that's amazing work. Wow! Thank you. Um, bike safety, something that you are passionate about. So, what is the most common mistake people who ride bikes make when they're not wearing a helmet? Well, you just said it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, not wearing a helmet is it's it's tragic. Um, you know, we see a lot of very severe injuries in children um, as well as teenagers. Um, and if you just are driving down the street, you'll see many people not wearing a bike helmet and it's, you know, $20 that can mean, you know, life and death. Mm -hmm. And, um,
0: I always see kids wearing them now. Mm-hmm. The adults are the ones yes. that really don't that are out just on their leisurely yeah. ride. It's like no you can still get injured even though it's not a <laughs> you know a kid or a speeding bike but it's like a leisurely ride can mean trouble.
1: Exactly. And just remember trauma doesn't happen when we plan for it. It's when <laughs> exactly. we're not looking. And um, you know like I said it's it's life or death and there's nothing more tragic than when I have to tell somebody that their child or Uh, spouse or son you know or I mean or uh, um, you know family member uh, is going to die from a head injury that they could have walked away from had they been wearing a helmet and it happens weekly so um, you know we have a no helmet law Uh, you know people have the option of not wearing a helmet for motorcycles and the difference that we see uh, in terms of life and death in states that have no helmet law versus where they do it's incredible
0: why would you ride a motorcycle without a helmet well i had had the <laughs> opportunity to, to <laughs>
1: peak to, to speak with some survivors and they like the wind in their hair and the freedom but, get a fan. but there's and not blow in your face yeah there's just not a, a the freedom when you're confined to a bed for the rest of your life exactly and um, and a lot of times we see it in passengers um that are on the back of a motorcycle because they don't have the stability Mm -hmm. of holding on to the bike so when you're the driver responsible for that it's it's another uh trauma to you Um, so i would say you know wear wear the helmet for for motorcycles scooters bikes skiing and each sport and activity has a different kind of helmet so i think it's important to really be educated um, because the head's like an eggshell especially in babies mm-hmm. um
0: so you know we really need to protect protect what's underneath exactly how many injuries would be avoided if people wore bike helmets and were safer on their bikes so many many um,
1: most of the fatalities over half of the fatalities are due to not wearing a helmet so um it really does mean life or death mm-hmm. and um, uh, like I said, it's sometimes you're just moving the bike from one place to another, and it's when you least expect it, right. something will happen. Um, it's important when we talk about prevention, whether you're on a bicycle or in a car, take a pause. If you are driving and you see the light's about to change, green, look both ways before you go mm-hmm. and little things like that when you're riding a bike be aware have a mirror be aware of uh, traffic and traffic patterns and you know we see a lot a lot of accidents i think are related to earbuds right. and being dissociated from your environment um because you don't have all your senses so you know and you can't all hear
0: a horn i would think that that would be illegal too you would think but you see people riding mm-hmm.
1: motorcycles and bikes, bikes with their earphones on and um all these little things they seem like nothing but If you can ask some of the trauma survivors, they'll tell you, gosh, I wish
0: I had had known before not to do that. Exactly. And you mentioned different helmets for different activities. So a bicycle helmet, you're not going to wear on a motorcycle. You're not going to wear a football helmet while you are riding a motorcycle. How many different kinds of helmets are there?
1: There are different helmets for different sports. Even with bicycling, you have different ones for road bikes or for mountain biking. Um, there's something called MIPS, M-I-P-S, which is Multi Directional Impact Protection System, and that is something that I recommend looking for in a bike helmet because it helps with the different kinds of forces. It it, it buffers your brain from impact injury, mm-hmm. so that's something even in children that you can look for in bike helmets.
0: Um, are we seeing more or less brain injuries now than before? Do you think? They're they're on the rise every
1: year. Uh, the type of injuries are different. Um, We have, you know, sometimes we have more penetrating injuries or bullets or things like that in different areas of the country. Um, And, you know, sometimes it's car accidents or what we call blunt force injuries. But in general we're seeing a trend of increasing head injuries over the years. Wow,
0: that's scary. Dr. Schwartz, can you tell us about the non-accidental pediatric trauma program that you have at St. Mary's?
1: Yes, I'd be happy to talk about it. Um, Non-accidental trauma is also called child abuse. And unfortunately, we do see a good bit of that in West Palm Beach. So what people have to remember is that a child is very fragile. And uh, doing things like shaking them when they're crying or things like that can cause severe, severe brain injury. So they have to be treated very delicately. Um, If a child does fall, uh, even if they cry right after, if you notice anything, vomiting, uh, any swelling of the head, any difference in behavior, they should be brought to the emergency room right away especially the young ones, but it's it's a, a big problem, and we have experts that are there to help, uh, medically and otherwise, uh, for children that have suffered this uh, type of trauma.
0: Before I let you go, because I know you've got to get into surgery today, <laughs> um, is there a website or a phone number that people can call you to ask questions or to find out more information?
1: Yes, there is, and we'd be happy to give that. You know, we're, we're here to educate the public, and again, prevention is the key. Mm-hmm. The website is P. B-N-I, that's com and you can reach me through that or at 561-882-6214. Fantastic. Dr. Schwartz, thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure.